Don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. Do loved ones come back to visit us after their passing? Maybe it's a dream that's realer than real in which a beloved relative who passed away years earlier suddenly appears. The heavenly sign in the midst of a tough day that could have only come from your mother up above. Or a voice seemingly from out of the blue that sounds just like your deceased grandfather. Some of the most miraculous and angelic encounters involve the dead offering some guidance, comfort, protection, or even a message from beyond. This begs the question, do our loved ones become angels, or more specifically, our guardian angels when they die? It's a popular notion that pops up over and over again in popular culture, from books to movies where the deceased appear to those that they love on Earth. So what's the truth, and what's the fiction? In this episode, we will learn of a loved one who may have made a return visit to say goodbye. Teresa Lass had started her drive home from a museum board meeting in Atlanta on a beautiful spring day in the year 2001. This was 10 days after the death of her fiancé Max, and she still wasn't used to him not being around. She thought about how he would always ask her to call him before she left the museum on a late evening. He was always so concerned for her safety. But the harshness of the realization that she couldn't call him on this night was like a punch in the stomach. She began to cry as she experienced his death all over again. That's when she noticed the smell in the car. The unmistakable smell of burning wood, insulation, and smoke. Goosebumps covered her arms. She knew that that would have been the smells that Max would have experienced right before his death. He had died trying to escape a fire while remodeling a house for the two of them. A fire that started in the fireplace as logs had apparently started up again after Max had fallen asleep, probably assuming that the fire was completely out. One of the logs shifted and fell out of the fireplace onto the floor. This is a rare occurrence according to firemen, but still happens often enough to be aware of. The firemen found him in the corner of the bedroom where he had died of smoke inhalation. Sadly, firemen believed that he had made it four more feet, he would have made it to safety. Teresa knew that the smoky smell was Max's spirit in the car with her. Even though she took the time to check all of the car's instruments, such as the oil pressure and the radiator temperature, she knew that it was Max. She asked, Max, is it you? Part of her wanted to hear a yes, while the other part hoped to hear nothing at all. She knew it was Max. She asked again, Max, is this you? She didn't expect an answer but it was oddly comforting just to acknowledge his presence. 
She said it lasted two or three minutes and then disappeared as quickly as it came. Humans have the strange ability to harbor mixed emotions. How else can you explain being frightened, but at the same time being comforted by the ghost of a loved one? Teresa felt that this was Max's way of saying goodbye. About a year after the incident in the car, she talked to Max's mom and learned of a similar incident that she had experienced. One evening in April of 2001, his mother's home in Arkansas became filled with a smoky smell. Both her and her husband noticed the smell. It was so intense that both of them looked all over the house for a fire but could not find one. As it turned out, Max had made himself known on another occasion. A few days after Teresa's experience in her car, Max's sister's house in upstate New York also filled up with the smoky smell. Max had manifested himself three times to the people that he loved the absolute most. All three felt that Max was checking in on them and saying goodbye. A death by house fire is often a death of suffocation and sometimes of horrible terror and pain. I hesitate to state this so blatantly here, but it does warrant pointing out that even with the terror Max must have felt in his last mortal moments, he is not a malevolent spirit. Even after his terrible death, he has not returned to frighten, but rather to comfort. So I 